Wang. Welcome to Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast, the show where we mostly talk about movies, but sometimes talk about TV shows, which is what we're doing for this episode. I'm your co-host, Melanie, and oh, look, I have that little bottle of Jack Daniels that I had from our last episode. I wonder how this got here. Hi, AJ. What's up? What are we talking about? Uh, reasons you should stop being so uptight and watch anime. No, we're not. Wait, what are we talking about? Letterkenny? That's the next episode. I'm confused! We're talking about Letterkenny. You're the one drinking, and I'm the one that's drunk. What? (laughs) You're the one that's drinking, and I'm the one that's drunk. You are not drunk. I forgot. Okay, we are talking about season 11 of the Canadian... It's because we talked more about that idea than this idea. Because we were just like, yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, so we are talking about season 11 of Letterkenny, a Canadian comedy that is on Hulu. We've seen every season. We love the show. So this is just a reaction to what we liked and didn't like so much about this season. Also, it is totally not a Hulu original. They should stop putting that up. Yeah, it's from Crave. Yeah, y'all bought it. That's not an original. It doesn't mean it's a Hulu original, so... Jackass. I'm gonna come talk (laughs) to you, Hulu. Fucking degens. Okay, yeah, they're a bunch of degens. So uh, we've established I'm a degen because in one of our last episodes I'd said I'd rather live in Nova Scotia Sunnyvale Trailer Park than in Letterkenny in Ontario. So I'm a degen from upcountry. All right. So we'll just go through the six episodes and talk a little bit about what happened and what we liked and what we didn't like and our overall review of... And how other people are reacting. Yeah. I mean, overall, I liked it. I always liked Letterkenny. I did not like season nine. That was their post-pandemic season, so I'm going to kind of give them a pass on that. Everything was weird. Everybody's work was weird after the pandemic. Season 10 was amazing. I loved it. It made me really miss living in a small rural town, which is where I grew up. This one kind of gives me that same feeling of they took, they didn't go to big issues that were happening. They just had little small town problems. And I really like that. So the first episode is just called episode one. And the whole thing is a fishbowl discussion about chips. And what makes it so funny is how serious they get in their arguments about chips and the way some of them are just holding in their emotions and they're so passionate about barbecue versus sour cream and onion and it was really funny a couple of flavors us americans aren't really even aware of (laughs) they did talk about ketchup ketchup chips are a thing in canada the best chip is still pringles loaded baked potato but whatever Uh, (laughs) they brought up pringles actually and they talked about how you couldn't call it a chip it's a or crisp. something. It's a crisp. Because yeah. there's not a potato in it to call it a potato chip. It was really funny. And you see some of the characters' idiosyncrasies. Like, Gail was the facilitator. And she would do her snaky, wavy movements whenever she would introduce people. The floor people. is open. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so the side story was Glenn at the gym mm-hmm. with Riley and Jonesy, the hockey players, and the two gay guys. And then just be like... <laughs> Basically, the whole chunk of their episode was like, Glenn, are you gay? I ain't gay. I just love looking at big cocks. For Finspo. <laughs> so that was... It gets me pumped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the second episode, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, Okoya? And it was about two things. They start out with a pretty good roast of movie tropes. Um, Which I really liked that. Sometimes that was the cold opening of Katie and the boys sitting at the table talking about movie tropes that they hate. And you see that play out in the episode where there's a 
a bake sale theft. And so Glenn brings everybody to the church and they kind of talk through and figure out who stole the money from the bake sale. And it was cute. I liked the idea. I felt like it dragged out just a little too long because sometimes they will ride jokes hard into the ground. They didn't They didn't go that far on this episode, but I just got bored. There are sometimes I feel like I'm not well versed enough in things to understand a lot of the jokes. Like <laughs> Letterkenny sometimes makes me feel dumb because mm-hmm. I don't understand like they're referencing books or authors or films or a lot of the time it's athletes of some sort. I think there was a lot of that happening in here. Like they were referencing particular mystery books and movies. Oh, Agatha and, Christie novels. And yeah. uh, something on a train. A bunch of different things like that. So, eh. <laughs> yeah. I still enjoyed it, but yeah, you do. It does seem to drag just, just a little bit. That episode just seemed to drag. So the third episode was called Lost Dog, and it was about somebody who lost a dog. And that's what I, I kind of like about the show, that it's just simple, small-town stuff. Not a big dog person. I did like that they brought back Noah Dick, the Dick family, played by J-Rock from Trail Park Boys. He gets a lot of play in this season. He's in this episode. He's in the influenza episode. Hmm. He might be one in one of the other ones. They, they bring him back, and, they, of course, they have all the dick jokes in it. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. And it, then It did feel like it should have been, like, dedicated to some sort of animal foundation. There was a lot of them talking about how you find a lost dog and mm-hmm. how you approach a lost dog and all these different things. I feel like y'all were doing this for an organization of some kind, but you just didn't get that, like, 90s at the end of the cartoon show, like, donate to me and don't let people do me. They should have had Sarah McLaughlin do one of those commercials with the animals oh, in the shelter. She's Canadian. Yeah. So the fourth episode was called Nudes, and it was about a mystery where somebody was sending nudes of Gaylor around town. Oh, and uh, Bonnie McMurray and Katie were really mad about it. It did end the way I expected it to. Or so how? With Gail just being like, yeah, no. I sent him out. Uh, like, I let him. So I think that was probably my <laughs> least favorite episode because it was funny, but it was just kind of meh. I was mostly cool with it. And you get like, not like this is a huge thing, but you get some perspectives on different characters, male characters mm-hmm. specifically, because, you know, they... They go and interrogate all the men in town, and you get their reactions to like, well, no, of course I wouldn't do that. I mean, uh, maybe in a certain sort of particular situation, but no, 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 not in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you get a little bit of the McMurrays yeah. and Dickskin. And Dickskin. I wish I lived in a town small enough where these issues were issues. You know what I mean? Like, I live in a big city, so our things are like... The, what's the mayor funding and and uh, is the power grid gonna work? Is the power grid gonna work? <laughs> so uh, I kind of wish I lived in a small town where everybody you know, there's the nudes of somebody going around and everybody's in on the story, or there's a lost dog and everybody's in on the mystery, or there's a bake sale at the church and everybody goes even if they don't go to that church. I miss things like that. So number five is called influences, and I think this is one of my favorite ones. It was where influencers came in and they wanted to take oh. cute shots for their weddings in you know wayne's barn or out in front of the farmhouse and so it was just katie being annoyed and kind of nonplussed with everybody but, but also, taking advantage yeah, of them but also trying to game the system and then the mcmurray's trying to game the system and then 
the dicks trying to game the system. Yeah, so... And everyone, like, kind of fucking each other over. Except for the dicks. The dicks just naturally fuck people over, but they don't mean to. They don't mean nice. to. They're Mennonites. <laughs> so, I liked it because it it uh, makes fun of all these people who are the Instagrammable influencers and kind of basic. The people huh. in Letterkenny are not impressed by that. I think maybe this is the time in society where we're sort of curving back away from that shit that's been everywhere for the last, like... In almost years. Basic bitch stuff? Like, the influence and influencer types and the rich people types trying to tell everybody what to do because in our last video we talked a lot about like two different movies that are amazing but also like they take the piss out of people that are in high places and shit and this one kind of does also the facade bullshit. They mm -hmm. make fun of it the whole time so yeah maybe hopefully we're just... We're pulling back from that as a society. So. <laughs> Number six, the final episode was called Degens. And it's mainly about a degen named Jiven Pete who's going around telling lies about everybody in town. And what I like the most about this episode, it has a good scrap. They they haven't had a good knockdown drag out scrap in a cut like two seasons. It's been a, it's been a while. I can't They used to have good fights all the time. I can't remember a particular one since Dirk. And that was season eight, I think. Or there was Dirk, eight. and then there was the 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 French Canadian wedding party. I think this is one episode where I get the complaints because it was a fun episode and everything, and you know it had the the usual morals. You don't you try to help a friend when he asks for help, and then also you you don't fucking act like a DJ, <laughs> but. I get people's complaints that this could have been a, a progressive, a progressing story all the way through the season. Like, if they set it up in episode one, and it was sort of part of the season every mm -hmm. episode, just a little bit, and then it would have a big moment at the end. I get it, but also, Letterkenny isn't always, like, this overarching story. Several seasons are just episodic silliness, mm -hmm. and that's fine. I don't get... Like, how everybody freaked the fuck out about this season. There was also some criticism, and I don't, and I think there was some merit to it, that they've created so many characters that you lose some of the main characters. So, Glenn was in two episodes, Tannis was in one, one episode. And even then, she didn't have a great big she role. She didn't really do much. And I don't know if maybe the actress personally had some other commitment and she just couldn't do it. Or what, but... I mean, and then also we felt like Squirrely Dan was kind of downplayed. Yeah. There were some moments where he could do his scary, screamy outbursts, and I he love didn't... I wanted him mad. to do... I, I wanted him to do that so badly in the Chips he's episode. He's hilarious when he gets pissed. In the Chips yeah, episode. Yeah, specifically cut away from his shot to do that. And that... Uh, that fucking bothered yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, these are small things to pick at. It's... Eh. it's it, they, what they didn't do, which is, I think, what they did in Season 9, which, again, pandemic, grasping at straws... They didn't drive jokes and wordplay into the ground like they have in the past. Yeah, which sometimes is part it's part of their shtick, but sometimes too much is too sometimes much. Sometimes it's almost like they're they're daring each other with how far they can go, and everybody just has to deal with the ride. Mm -hmm. But there's something to be said about editing, <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. It's like maybe that makes the other times worth it. Like maybe having some jokes that it's like. Okay, we're fucking, we're going all the way. We're going there like those maybe Saturday that, Night Live skits that just go on too yeah, long. Yeah, maybe that makes the next one, you know, worth sitting around. Maybe. So, eh, good season, mm -hmm. not the best season. Fair. 
Not know. the worst season. But I guess I don't understand what people's concept of the show is in their mind that now they're all of a sudden they're like, I fucking hated this season. They ruined it by the end. Oh, okay. The finale, I get confusion. I don't get anger. Like, Jonesy is having a birthday party. Ah, uh, yes. And the okay. Gang, the gang doesn't go, which feels, because they were invited, it feels like a rude thing that the gang wouldn't do because, you know, they were invited by a friend. They should go and... He needs help, you help him. But they were... They were very nonplussed after that fight for some reason. Yeah, so a little bit of context. That was my one kind of ending on a disappointed note was they have this big knockdown dragout fight. And before that, Jonesy... Or Riley, I can't remember which one. I invited them to the to his birthday party at the bar. And so the Hicks go and, and they get in the fight... And it goes back to the birthday party at the bar. Everybody's having fun. And we get a shot of Wayne, Derry, Dan, and Katie sitting in front of the produce stand, just like, oh, just chilling with cigarettes and beer. And maybe it was like two cools for school. I don't know. Like, they I... just had this huge fight. So maybe they just wanted to chill. I saw some thoughts online that it was like, it was because of what the fight was about that made them maybe just depressed after instead of feeling triumphant or something. Mm. It was so, because, well, because the guy was telling lies Like, well, or... no, because it was like, you know, you try to help somebody because you think they're trying to do something for themselves to better themselves and they used to be your friend. And then they show you that, you know, they're... Oh, it, well, okay, two things. They show you that maybe they're not trying as hard to be a better person as you thought and also maybe you were part of the problem i just don't have friends so i avoid like, all of these problems well the way the way wayne got rid of him mm. before he, he started walking around telling lies i maybe wayne feels a little guilty yeah because the guy had tried to work on the farm and wayne just rode him hard and criticized him and then he, he ultimately fired him and I, he didn't really give him a chance well I mean, he gave him a week, but, yeah. <laughs> and he came in every day late or drunk or, or both or, or stoned. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you can't give someone help forever. And I'm sure they will uh, expand upon this in the next season, it, as long as there is another season, like they did with Dirk. Like, mm -hmm. when they beat the shit out, like, we knew the fight was coming. And, but, okay, so we we get the final shot of that season. They're going to beat the fuck out of that dude. And then we don't see what happened around that for, like, six more episodes the next season. Mm -hmm. The pacing in the show is weird. It's just, it's strange. And, and that's part of the show. It's Yeah, it's very Letterkenny, so it's cool. But, my God, is it weird. So I'm not going to complain, like, Ooh, there wasn't an overarching story and meh, meh. Sometimes you get really great seasons. Sometimes you get just good seasons. And these, this was a good season. I wonder if the same people who really hated this season are the same ones who said, oh yeah, Shorzy is so much better than Letterkenny. I don't want to get into Shorzy. Look, Shorzy <laughs> won us over by the last episode. But it took the last episode. But were we enjoying ourselves the whole time? No. Also, we don't know shit about hockey. So, <laughs> so that might be like a language barrier. But hockey Maybe. doesn't, you know, but by the last episode, it did get us. And before somebody says, well, you dumb Americans, if they made it about football, you'd like it. No, I don't like football either. So, I, yeah. I'll watch a football 
movie show, maybe. I don't. Well, maybe we need to. Watch I don't a give movie. a crap about football, okay. but it, I won't not watch it. So, if we were to give this a grade, what would you give it? We mm. usually don't do grades in our episodes, but what would you give this season? Like out of ten, like a six and a half, seven yeah. ish. I was thinking letter grade, but like a. Oh well, I don't know. Well, you, like a B plus. You, you give it, same thing. <laughs> Actually, a B plus is like an eighty five. So, uh, whatever, fine. Um, an 8.5 out of 10. Okay, I yeah. I guess. Pretty decent. Better than 9, not as good as 10. I want to watch season 12. I hope there is a season 12. Yes. So. Also, uh, okay. Yeah. This is just, this is pure speculation and just general empathy from viewers. Bonnie McMurray, the actress someone just make sure she's okay we just want to know that she's okay if you know what we're talking about you know she's a very pretty woman she's she's great there's nothing you know i'm not digging at her but she used to look quite healthy and in this season seemed like maybe somebody should just check on her maybe she's fine I just, don't know. she could They're be just... fine and it's none of our business but we just want to make sure she's okay yeah yeah so if you want to join our call and be my victim and be part of our gang, you can watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Discord, listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and follow us on Instagram at Movie Pain or Pleasure Podcast. All the things. Don't be a DJ unless you're living in Sunnyvale Trailer Park.